Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. It's episode 76 of How We Seize It. Uh, this week we're covering Tenet. I know if you are a regular listener, you thought we were going to be doing uh, WandaVision, but uh, we had some uh, issues with WandaVision. Not not the show itself, but just some other stuff. Uh, well, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to And anyways, please stand by for, for WandaVision. Um, but no, uh, we, we uh, scrambled to figure out something else because uh, it, it was uh, given to us late that we needed to change. And so Steve wanted to talk about Tenet. Well, it was it, it happened to be what I had watched and rewatched because it was just dropped on HBO Max, I believe, Thursday or Friday last. OK, um, it's been out. You know, know, it, September? It, it, it was supposed to come out, uh, you know, right around when the pandemic hit. It was. Uh, uh, it was July seventeenth was the original oh, date, okay. I believe. Christopher Nolan's the director, and and I was really excited because I've like I've liked a lot of his kind of brain teaser movies, uh, Interstellar, and, and or I'm sorry, I liked his uh, Batman stuff, Inception, Inception, and it, it is Interstellar, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Sure. Dark Knight. He did Memento. So uh, and this promised to be just as equally crazy. <laughs> as far as being a brain t- teaser but uh you know then it, i saw the trailer a long long time ago and then it's been a while. right i remember seeing the trailer and not understanding it exactly like almost getting more confused by the trailer and i was kind of like it, it almost made me not care about it as much and i'm not sure why i didn't go back and watch the trailer but i i did um i do remember the fact that but uh yeah christopher nolan has some Huge movies, essentially. Yeah, I don't think it had very much buzz either. I think people who did get a chance to see it, because I think it was released in the theaters for a little while, didn't give it quite the props as, as some of his other well, ones. I think they were hoping for another uh, Inception, something like that. Yeah, I don't know if it... if So this was... He, he pushed really hard to get this released in theaters. He didn't want to go straight to any kind of service and stuff like that. And so, I mean, he really stood by his guns to make sure that this was released in theaters. And so... Um, that was a big part of it. And then, um, so it got released and I believe it was released, I want to say August or September, um, during the pandemic. Right. So not all theaters were open. Um, like California only had like two theaters at the time. New York had nothing. So, uh, um, in the U S it didn't really do very well. And it was a holiday weekend, I believe. And, uh, but it did better, uh, internationally because I guess there was more theaters open, but it didn't hit like it was supposed to or like they he thought it should and and uh so they didn't know if it if i mean how much the pandemic played into that or or how much was just people weren't as excited about it they didn't have leonardo dicaprio uh starring or michael matthew mcconaughey like like his last couple uh yeah and i'm not sure i'm not sure if that hurt it it didn't hurt it in my mind like i i don't i don't think this would have done any better with a bigger star essentially um so like i don't i don't think the story could have done like i don't think an actor could have changed this if that if that helps i i think I, i think casting can bring a bigger box office though um, uh, you're not. You're not wrong. Uh, that's it that's can. all I'm, I'm addressing. I'm not addressing the uh, the art, the artwork or the, you know how how the film 
was received. yeah I, I yeah i'm just saying for me personally you know how i see it i i wouldn't have gone like if this would have been his father denzel instead of him i don't think it would have changed my my opinion all right I was trying to. My daughter was walking through, making noise, so I muted real quick. Oh, did you? Okay, because I, I was I I uh, paused it for like a second because I thought you went you went. Oh no no no! You went dark uh, or something. It's like oh, I can't. No hear. no, I, I'm trying to be courteous of those that listen and not have as much background noise. One of these days, one of my daughters will move out of my office. And uh, I'll be able to set up <laughs> a better a better uh, program. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so before we get too, too deep into talking about Tenet, because we're going to get deep into it because you have to because it's that kind of movie, um, I'm going to talk about what we're drinking for this movie uh, uh, right off the bat um, so we can get at least, you know, a little uh, lubricated before we get into the discussion. <laughs> I so, had to start already because mine overflowed a bit, so I had to, oh. I had to save it from, from drips, and so I, I had a, nice. I've had a couple tastes. <laughs> well, tell, then tell me about it. Um, the, the drink is called an Amore Roma. And uh, this is, uh, let me see, I've got the ingredients up here because I was... It's a palindrome. Hey, that was that was going to be the the big reveal at the end. Oh, oh! I figured people could tell just off of the wording. Yeah, that that and that was what I went after. I looked up uh, palindrome cocktails. So the drink itself, the 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 ingredients don't relate quite. I mean, I think uh, the the name means uh, the uh, loving Rome, I lo something like. I, I was gonna Rome. say, yeah, love Rome. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's you know it's got a it's got a berry vodka. Uh, a sweet vermouth, pomegranate liqueur, cranberry juice, and some lemon juice, and put it in a in a in a shaker, shake it up, and and I've got it in my uh, you know martini glass and with a with some lemon garnish. Really tasty, but I, I was going after the the palindrome because this movie really uh, uses that kind of as a. Uh, well, you you know the way the way Chris Nolan kind of kind of writes it, he puts a. He has a foundation that he builds off of it, and and um, oh, for sure, there's a bunch of little stuff into it, and I agree with you 100. percent And that is why I also went with the uh, Amora uh, Roma. What? Uh, I know, serious. Like we we think alike. Uh, the only difference is is um, I was trying to not buy any more alcohol this week. I wanted to uh, see if I could find a way to use what I had, so I, I substitute a little bit of my uh, ingredients for. Um, for mine. So instead of a berry uh, vodka, I used a, a peach uh, vodka. We had a Kettle One um, vodka that uh, some friends had bought us a while ago, so I used that. Yeah, I and, think peach uh, vodka <clears throat> was actually uh, in the recipe. It said raspberry yeah. or peach. So Yeah, so that worked for me, so I went with that. Um, I had the sweet vermouth because I had bought that a while ago when I did a martini for some reason. I, I It was on sales when I bought the dry vermouth so i bought the sweet vermouth too so i still had the bottle unopened i'm like i'll figure out some way to use this so that was i'm like okay well i got those two we well, didn't you got your whiskey too you can make up a manhattan with the sweet vermouth although and you have bitters too don't you now yes i there do have go. bitters come now on. come on you've got another drink up your sleeve and those are delicious yeah no I, I'm, I'm working on them I, i'm i'm trying to find ways to go back to beer for these but i keep i can't find things so i keep finding these other ones uh i didn't have any of the pomegranate liquor and i didn't want to buy anything so i still had that uh paseo um which is a passion fruit uh liqueur uh -huh. so i was like i'm like that's ah, kind of pomegranate I'll, I'll swap that out same colorish you know um 
And I really like the idea that it had uh, the fresh squeezed lemon because I had a big bag of fresh squeezed or fresh lemons to squeeze uh, from you, actually. And so I was like, oh, and I love lemon juice. I, Are I you squeezing my lemons? What? I am anytime I can. Uh, yeah, our, so, tree, our tree in the backyard is overflowing and it just keeps overflowing. So I'll, I'll take them whenever you want. Uh, so, yeah, I did that with cranberry juice. So um, I made mine um, with the with the peach vodka and the, the paseo. And, and it is I. I, I agree with you. It is. It's pretty delicious. I only had enough to make one, and I was like, you know, I'm probably gonna want two for this this episode. So, but I ran out of the peach vodka. I'm like, hmm. So I still had that raspberry rum, that raspberry Bacardi. And I'm like, so I did the same thing, all the same ingredients except for I swapped out the the raspberry Bacardi. It's actually better. It is <laughs> so good. I was like, oh, this this could be something on a regular. Like it's it's very fruity, um, very uh, like almost like a tropical type drink. This is something you I could see like being served on a ship, uh, you know, out to sea or like on a beach kind of or at a pool. It's very uh, you know yeah, the little lemon on the side or even a piece of pineapple. Well, if you need a third drink uh, before the podcast <laughs> is over, you can throw in some tequila because it is Cinco de Mayo mm-hmm. today, and and so uh, I thought about that too. I almost was like, you know, fuck the movie. I'm going to go with something different. <laughs> Uh, there's other reasons I was going to say fuck the movie too, but, uh, so, um, but no, yes, it is Cinco de Mayo. Um, kind of bummed cause I'd love to be out like just eating tacos like crazy, but I'm also trying to lose weight and those two don't go together. So <laughs> it is what it is. Um, cool. All right. Well, let's, let's get into this cause there's, there's so much to dive into. And so this, like, like I said, yeah, go ahead. I- well, I mean, I, I'm curious how you want this podcast to go because this is a different type. <laughs> this is a different type of movie. One, I mean, we talk about movies, we talk about what motivates things, and you know, we what what scenes work, what doesn't. But this movie is 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 a brain teaser. It's like it, I love puzzles, and so that's a big part of why this movie is exciting to is exciting to me. And I think he does a pretty good job making it interesting too. But but if you don't like puzzles or if you know I didn't see puzzles in this one. Would just drive you nuts. Well I didn't I didn't see puzzles in it. I saw some some ideas, uh, some new ideas and some different time travel stuff. And I, I like that idea. What I didn't like about it was is he didn't stick to his own rules part of the time. Okay. Like he came up, and in some of like some of the stuff, it's like, oh, this inversion does this, but it didn't seem to do it with this. Like you know, uh, fire all of a sudden, you know, fire, and then it it freezes instead of flames up. Well, then how does gasoline work, <laughs> right? You know, there's there's some other there's some other issues. How does gunpowder work? There there was just a few things that I I would definitely have to turn my brain off you, you to, know, to enjoy this. I watched fully. a lot of podcasts that tried to delve into the science and the fire and the explosion, I think was the one that was the most kind of debunked, if you will, that, that that's not <laughs> kind of how it would play out. Um, oh no, not at but, all. But, um, but at the same time, you know, all of this is kind of predictive science, you know, unless, unless someone's going to figure out a way of doing this and it, it, it really does try to explore that really well. And I think it does a, pretty pretty good job considering the the level of, of detail he puts into well, this trying I, trying it's really I think he just wanted to throw to some stick, rules in there to stick to his own rules and, and he wanted to throw some rules in there to show that hey there's there's a difference when you go inverted is what they called it like right. you can't you can't your air, the, they, it wasn't that you couldn't breathe the air is that your lungs wouldn't um infuse or I can't think of the word they used um they they couldn't take in the oxygen so you had to have a a, a mask and I'm like okay 
So what did they have in the mask then? Well, some people some people presumed that that was inverted oxygen, the oxygen that had been uh, it was also traveling backwards. Uh, so, but okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, okay. So how I, I um let's let's talk about this too. So we 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 decided that we were going to watch this on Monday, right? So I I tried to watch this, and the my first watch through was about fuck twenty minutes on a phone to begin with. Then uh, I started listening to podcasts because I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to even get to watch this whole thing. So then I got a lot of that. Then I watched the rest of it um, throughout the day and uh, yesterday and, and I finished it off last night. And I was like, OK. And then I listened to more podcasts. And then I came home. I, I took an hour off extra early today from work and I came home and I'm like, fuck it. I'm watching the whole thing again. I enjoyed it more the second time, knowing some of the stuff I learned in the podcast. I could not follow along well enough in the first one like there was just too many things going on i was thinking too hard trying to so it's one of those things is unless you like watching movies multiple times to kind of delve into it this is not going to be the movie for you i I thinking wise i absolutely agree i do like that i like i did it the same way the first time i was like what and i went went to youtube and i started bringing up the podcasts there or the you know the videos trying to explain it talk about the science i even found a I even subscribed to to someone that I really liked the way she was talking about it. Uh, oh, look at that scientific approach and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm gonna watch some of her other stuff. But uh, um, but it was it broke down a lot of the you know she she put together like series of videos on this movie um, because because people threw questions at her. She talked about it oh, once, okay. and then she did questions and answers what, what's um, what's that what's that uh, YouTube channel? Do you know? Because uh, that that sounds kind of cool. Like I I almost. I almost want to get more into like this to me needs a book written (laughs) tea break film reviews. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Cause I I think that would be cool. Like this to me needs a a book written that gets deep down into the science and they, and they, they make some, they they do some world building in this one. Cause like, I think this is a great idea. I like the idea of it. There's some parts I don't care for, but I do like the idea of like, okay, you can reverse time. And you're, you're kind of at the same time as they're going forward. There's some other things. Um, <laughs> I have I have a small issue with, okay, if you're in the inverted time, how do you affect the forward going? Like there, there, there's some issues with that. It's like it's hard. To, it's hard to wrap your brain around. Um, and, you know, this movie, they never they never create a, uh, you know, a paradox. They talk about it. But they never do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they never try to do something different than what they already saw themselves do. I, I loved it. I loved it when Ives true, is going. True. His Ives is going through the. You know, he says this is the this is the monitoring window or something like that. And if you don't see yourself, then you then you're not going to go through. Or, you know, right. And, they, and I, I just the way the way they set it up so so. Uh, you know, the military guy is talking about the science and and just kind of his matter of fact. Um, Oafish ways. I loved it. it, it <laughs> Oafish ways. What the? Oaf. Oafish ways. And you really say that about a military guy explaining something is oafish? I, I, no, I think the way he he kind of has. He's got that beard. Uh, uh, yeah, I loved Ives. But, uh, no, no, I know. I'm just giving you shit because yeah, I'm like that's, you're that's called oafish oafish because he's military. Actually, you know, I, I the, the actor his beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought his beard was pretty cool. I did. Which also, it hit. 
Well, you said the military jargon and then called it oafish describing, and I'm like, so just because he's military or oafish, but no, it's it's fine. Um, no, I, th I think it was it was very um, straightforward. It is more probably what you meant rather than oafish. Like he dumbed it down. He made it you know um, street smarts and rather than yes. you know science smarts. Yes. And that's and that's fine. And that's very much a military thing. Is is guys will break it down to Thank to you. a non science level. Thank you. my interpreter. I appreciate it. <laughs> so uh the actor that played ives which i i thought was great too is uh from kick-ass and he's also quicksilver in uh age of ultron oh i didn't know that yeah i oh, was like great. he is like you don't he's one of the ones that i'm like okay i i until i heard the name i'm like holy crap i didn't even realize that some of those other ones i picked up uh some of the other stuff they've been in just from who they were but yeah i was like oh man that's crazy <clears throat> so yeah he he's a i mean he did a great job in Wait, which quicksilver was he he Oh, the he's the one in. He's in, in the Marvel. In, in the Marvel one, right? Right. No, not the not the fake Quicksilver in Wandavision. That's that's yeah. That's funny that uh, we bring bring his act. Yeah. So he wasn't in Wandavision. Instead, he made an appearance in this movie instead. Exactly. So here's that's that's the uh, the, the, the two degrees of separation. He did a great job too. I I, I really liked him. I I believed his character hundred percent. I I enjoyed seeing a lot of the fan theories too that were out there because oh God, you know, it's you know so like, many like Ives. There was a some some people theorized that Ives was the same as Michael Caine, uh, you know, and that they were the same. I character. saw that one, but that doesn't make sense. That one doesn't really, uh, I mean, so he would have, he would have to have been young coming back, go back, be old, then come back as old. I mean, he would have to. I, I think, I think it does make sense if you're just talking about time, because they've solved that with this whole, these, these, these turnstiles that in virtue, so it just means but it's but time is is linear in that so if you want to go back one day you have to spend one day inverted and then you're back one day so if Absolutely. you want to go years which but that's what i mean is so he is what probably late 20s at the most as ives yeah but, and but, but 60s you're talking 30 40 years he's part of tenet he's all about the pin, the the temporal <sighs> movement I, uh maybe that's that he lives his life doing that there's but i think they're also different of, there's, there's that there's one some, doesn't uh, that one doesn't jive as much because they're they're really two different characters one I, is more irish one is more english <clears throat> okay i i, I, I mean it, I don't think you can dis dismiss it. I don't think I. Well, I think know. I can. <laughs> um, I just know, did. <laughs> what What about the 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 Max's Neil? I don't buy that one either because of his reaction around Cat. I think now, that, that one's a harder sell as far as the timeline because it means when he was a kid, that means he had to, uh, you know, live a lot more life going backwards. Um, and he, then going forwards. Yeah, and being at such a young age, um, I don't know if, if that would. Yeah, if that would. I just my him. my my interaction or my my I heard that one too, and that one when I, I was looking at it. Um, so when I watched it again today, I really uh, paid attention to when ever he was around Cat. It really only happens kind of one after she got shot. There's no other interaction, and I was trying to wait to see how he reacted to her, and he didn't really like. It would have been hard for me to say that he could have put that all away and said, oh, I can't let her know that this is my mom kind of thing. You know, it just... I, I got to say, step away from the science for a moment. I, I <laughs> loved Robert Pattinson's uh, performance. He was great. Oh, my was, God. Yeah. <laughs> he, You know, the more I see him in, in more stuff, 
the farther he gets away from being a sparkly vampire. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he, he's done some great stuff, and, and I've seen him in more things, and I'm like, God, he's such a good actor. And, I mean, he, he you know, he gets a lot of crap for being in, in um, well, what the hell is it called? I, why, Twilight. Uh, being the, Twilight, the sparkly yeah. vampire. And he kind of got a little crap for his portrayal in Harry Potter. You know, he kind of, uh, he was a uh, diggery. Uh, he was the one that was killed. Cedric Digger, yeah, but but I don't think he got that much crap. That was just a, a I, young role for him. That was yeah, no, but I mean, I wouldn't say crap, but I mean, it wasn't like, oh my God, he's so good, and you know, he just. But it went. He went from you know he. Those were the the big two that. But I've seen him in more and more stuff lately, and he's killing it. Yeah. And uh, I saw some of the stuff that he's doing with his new Batman stuff, and and I'm I really think he's gonna pull it off. I mean, I I really am pulling for him because I think he's doing a great job with it. But yeah, I mean, I he was probably my favorite character um, out of this whole thing. It was uh, his truthfully. demeanor and the, his delivery and the way he just you know walked through his <laughs> scenes. I loved I loved listening to his performance. <laughs> Well, and he's also one of those guys that was like, I was looking at all of them and I'm like, he's the guy I would want to hang out with. <laughs> like he's kind of, he had you, more of a... You're I, saying you want to squeeze his lemons, huh? Is that... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Sparkly or not, I'd squeeze him. Um, no, I think uh, he just, he to me, he had kind of like, um, he had a James Bondish swagger to him, but also a common man swagger to him where he kind of was like, you know, he laughed and joked a little bit, but he was also... He kind of also, you know, got tightened up into that spy role a little bit, and it just made me intrigued with him. And I, I loved everything he did, the delivery. Funny thing was, so he has a, a kind of a, an English accent somewhat in this. It's not his accent, though. He actually put on an English accent over his English accent <laughs> for this movie. Good and he talks him. about it. <laughs> and I was like, that is fucking, you're talking layers. <laughs> you know, it, it just, I was like, I mean, the guy is, he's doing great. And, um, so yeah, I was, I was super happy with his, his performance. I thought, I thought it was incredible. Um, and but then, you, you know, but, we were, but you were talking about Max versus Neil. I, yeah, um, I don't buy that one either. Just because of the, his reaction to them. I, I don't think there's anybody, any older or younger people that are, are, concurrent I, in that time i don't I, I bet christopher nolan writes these scripts and realizes that there's going to be some suggestions and he plays <laughs> up to them but also keeps the ambiguity there so it's like yeah if you want to think that that's fine i mean his name they, people talk about his name maximilian and the last four letters are neil in reverse you know so so there is there is a yeah but that's not a palindrome that's like Okay, let's cut off some of these letters and move them around, and then then we'll switch it out for this, and then right. we'll call him by his nickname, and then you know, <laughs> it, it, come on, it's it's and actually, did they never really? His name is listed as Max. It's not listed as Maximilian. Right, right. So That's, and and actually, I think Maximilian is actually spelled M I A L at the end, um, but M A I L Maximilian L M I. A-L. But in French, people were saying, but in French, it's M-I-E-L, you know, and they, and because... But what's of, Neil in French? I, I, I don't it, know. It's but probably... Yeah, you're right. Sometimes you got to stretch. I think this one is less of a stretch and it's, it's a, it's a better consideration than maybe the Ives and, and, uh... Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it just because of his reaction around 
cat. And then, and that, and then there's the protagonist that he is getting. He never his, got a name. Yeah, some Pete Ragonist or you know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Pete protagonist or something like that. Um, I love it. <laughs> um, but um, but there's there was talk and you know the way i read it it almost seemed like people were saying it was revealed in the end of the movie that he was talking to himself in the future he didn't realize that he's like he runs tenet um and well but he's not talking to himself he's talking he's talking to neil who says he no, tells I mean, him right he's it. like talking on the phone at times and getting orders and stuff um i i don't know i i don't i the and the way i read it it was saying that this is revealed in the movie and I don't remember anything. No, no, someone's talking out their ass on that because all the phone calls he's talking to, you actually know who he's talking to. The only real phone call, I mean, the main phone call I can remember is at the end where he's actually getting a call from Kat and he shows up to kill um, the arms dealer chick. I can't think of her name offhand. Um, Priya uh, or something? Priya, Priya. Yeah, so there's, he's on the phone that time. Uh, the rest are on radio. I don't remember him being on a phone necessarily. You know what's kind of fun about this podcast is we are talking so much <laughs> about spoilers, and yet we aren't spoiling it one bit because anyone who's listening to this who hasn't seen the movie, there's no way they could be following anything we're saying. <laughs> but maybe that's it, because you can't follow the movie either. I think you can. And I, I, the second time, I. I I thought I followed you, it until until I tried to think about it a little more. Yeah. Okay. So so I did turn my brain. I tried to turn my brain off for the second viewing to to pay attention to a little bit more of certain things, and I picked up some more, and I enjoyed it more. Um, you got it. You got to put the disbelief in the science because the science they don't do enough world building to to create the science enough to really buy it all in and and get a scientific mind going. You're okay, saying you want the Zack Snyder cut. That's what you're Fuck saying. Fuck that. No. <laughs> God, I don't want Zack Snyder involved with anything anymore. <laughs> I don't need slow motion backwards bullets. Um, no. Um, no, I mean, no, that, I think this takes, I think really uh, Tenet would, would uh, a writer could take this and make a book and do some world building on it and do some real scientific. And, and they talked to um, Christopher Nolan, uh, apparently had some scientist friends that he said he gave the script to and said, Hey, can you, can you just read this and make sure I'm not completely off my fucking gourd? <laughs> and, and apparently they said, yeah, that, that makes sense. So they're not all there either. Cause some of it just didn't make sense. Um, my, my hardest, the hard, the hardest part for me to believe was like, you know, they say you can't change the past, but yet going backwards and, and doing stuff technically changes the past. I don't think they were able, I don't think they, we ever saw them tested in this movie because nobody, nobody did something contrary to what, to what. No, well, we saw, saw, we saw, well, that's because only we, we saw, we followed everything from the protagonists, uh, or John, uh, John David Washington's character. We followed everything from his timeline. Right. True. So we didn't see. So what? what's to say that, you know, OK, they go through that once and then he comes out and he goes, hey, here's all that happened. And then he goes back in. We, we didn't see enough to say that whether or not someone ever tried to change it. He says you can't. But no, <clears throat> which no, they, I, I disagree. They don't say you can't. They say they, they theorize. That's the whole grandfather. That's the whole grandfather. Well, 
whatever. Yeah, but, but they but they basically say it. You know what happens? Do you split? You know they they question it. They just say that that well, nobody wants to go there, and they talk about if the, you know if 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 this if this algorithm succeeds so, oh, so, okay. and they inverse the and they invert the entire universe or something. Right. Um, which where, where there's that there's that great scene when um, when um, Sator is uh, played by uh, Kenneth Branagh um, is going through. You know, he's the director of, of Thor, the original Thor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's al- he's also uh, Gildery uh, Lockhart in um, Harry Potter. That's true. That's right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He, he's Hamlet. He's he's I mean, he's a. Yeah, he did. I, yeah, amazing. Stuff. He, he did a he did a great job. He was a he was a villain that you kind of disliked. I remember. Yeah, yeah. He had a a a, a, a power presence. A presence. Yeah. 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 That was really effective. He, he really kind of embodied the. There was a stereotypical Russian uh, feel that I that I got out of him, but he kind of turned it up to eleven a little bit and and made it and and also grounded it. It grounded it mm-hmm. in, in what felt real. I liked I liked his portrayal, um, but uh, there was a scene where he goes, you know, where you, this is when Cat um, gets uh, shot by mm-hmm. by the inverted bullet, and you see that all play out, and and then he goes, and then Sater shows up, his his non inverted self shows up and questions um, the protagonist. And then Ives shows up and scares him off. Yeah. So he goes into the turnstile, and I love how his backward self is going to the turnstile. He yeah. goes into the turnstile, and basically, boom, he disappears. And and it's like protagonist is like, where did he go? And Ives says he went into the past. And yeah. And I think that is to me my understanding of what would happen if if the if the um, uh, algorithm succeeded and went off and inverted everything it would be kind of that representation of everything just suddenly disappearing by going backwards and so it's really yeah, hard, to, it, hard to really it was, comprehend it was, what would happen but but it's it's still scary to think of what I, what could happen I, and that's I what wish, they were afraid of i wish they would have um left the algorithm as like okay the the he's talking to the future and they want this algorithm to go off for some other reason than global warming right it, it's like it was it kind of was one of those is like did you just throw that in there to to add a political moment well it just it didn't make sense and and it kind of well like, i i think that's something they didn't play enough to it I, no christian christopher nolan's you know that was his big prem, premise with uh, interstellar um so that is a theme that he has i don't i don't think i don't think political i don't think it's fair to kind of pigeonhole that hold that into end up politics because a lot of people believe that is a, a reality and he is one of them and he so 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 i think it's a fair i i agree that it was it was very minor in this but he's he's gone into it more in other movies yeah i agree with that but uh, some people were bringing up and this was one of the podcasts i was listening to was talking about okay well so they're saying that if 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 global warming was the thing and the reason that he kept his voice so low on it was because he kind of believed that he was kind of on the conservative side. So if you're saying that you, what sounds like to me, you're saying is he's more on the opposite. It just, it just, see, it didn't, it didn't fit with the story. It was kind of like, like, I don't know. It, it, to me, it was like, there, there could have been better ways. I, I, that was, that was one of the weakest parts 
the stories for me was that like why they wanted to blow up the whole thing or why you know why they wanted to do what whatever it was i just that was like i said it was it was a weak point for me in the story i i wonder would you have rather it been not even mentioned and just you get this assumption that mm -hmm. there's some or do you think it should have been explored even deeper no i kind of i kind of wish you would have left it more uh unknown like, unknown okay like, almost, yeah. like i think that would have made it not only that but then it opens up it really opens it up for uh you know sequels and and well, let, a bigger let me, let me throw this out there it, it it's very possible that they were lying you know? <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean just bad guys don't lie <laughs> no they were just throwing mean, you know there priya talks about or is it priya that talks about the this idea of communicating with the futures uh and well how do you communicate with the future well we do that all the time with email and stuff you know anything that that is left but yeah but, but then they brought up like well how do they pro how do they talk back and that's this inverted thing you know i i was trying to fathom um, well how do they how do how do they know when to set the ships backwards you know so you know because the protagonist is traveling to they you know they have to have this reverse convoy that heads all the way back to uh where they where that explosion <laughs> happened on the, you know the same day as as the opera heist that first uh that first scene yeah that's, and i got some issues with all that too. that's the I'm same day as as the explosion you know where the the finale the the climax of the movie yeah. it's all in the same day so what caused the con you know how do you schedule how do you catch a reverse ship back to there and and it's like well i guess you can send a message you basically you know you send a message saying we need a forward ship because tenant has they, built up into something bigger but it sounds like <laughs> we need a forward ship to come at this time um, well, i think they you, covered that they covered that with with uh sador the way he was talking to him it was yeah. a, a he buried something somewhere yeah. where only they'll pick it up and then they send it back buried in the same spot I, so it's I almost agree. like a no time change for him i know i and I, I agree that i think i just had to kind of logic it out all over again for myself to try to put it <laughs> together and it, it it in the end it made sense but uh, okay yeah, yeah. i, I want to hear some ear holes and i want to see if i could try uh, to defend them because so <laughs> I, mean, I mean i want to from a scientific uh standpoint so some of my holes <laughs> have to go with the fact that like um having multiple people at the same time because of like i mean we talk the biggest one that we see in this is neil in the neil? final battle with yeah okay neil in the final battle where he actually is he's on the inverted team to begin with then he switches halfway through that goes the forward team yep switches back to go to the uh, well, inverted like, team you see him go back Right. Well, he has to because he. Well, okay. So here's he here's to, the. But but he didn't have to right then. He could have like taken a right turn and decided to go for a vacation for a while, and then and then found another uh, turnstile and then inverted himself later and come back. Yeah, that, that's where I have. I mean, and and not only that, but we're also talking uh, uh, Dave um, or John Dave Washington. Um, he's supposed to be at the the opera house at this point too. Right. Right. So is. Neil, because Neil saves him well, in the not, opera house. They don't say you, I mean, when you invert yourself, you're obviously in the same space at the same time. There's two of you. So I know that, it, just, it just, it's just one of these. It's like, it, it, it just, it just, it opens it up to like, okay, they never die. But the biggest one for no, me no, is. No, 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 they still, they still live linearly. They just travel forward and backwards in time. It, it doesn't, they're not. They're not traveling through time. They're they're traveling 
with time. It's just whether they're going forwards or backwards. I know. I, 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 that's what I mean. Is it just it leaves some like okay? So so when Neil left at the end, what's what was he gonna do? Now he has to go back and go and go. He has to go back first and go inverted so that he can save him at the opera house and then he has to go forward so he can get back and then go back again so that he can unlock the door and get shot in the head no the opera house i think he already did he could it's possible that he hadn't done the opera house that he still well it was at the same time so (laughs) that's that's what i mean is there's there it, it just made too many like Okay. Well, how did he know he had to save him at that point? You know, there, there's just some weird things to it. I don't. It, it, the whole back and forth really bugged me. But the one that got me the most, and, and <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I, it really, I, that, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I mean, I get that you're that that it, this isn't this is hard. But I think the science still supports a lot of this. So, I, I mean, I I think you you know you made an, uh, you said at the beginning that the rules that Christopher Nolan made he conti- he broke a lot of. I don't think what you're saying is breaking his rules. I think okay, were, does, does I, Neil I, know he dies? Does Neil know he dies at the end? Uh, I don't know. What I mean, that's the he does die if he's the one with the he gets shot with, in the face with the lat. I mean, we never see his face. Maybe he went and 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 dressed someone else up and said, "Hey, you know, can you head over? Go unlock that door. <laughs> Go unlock that door." I doubt but, it. No, 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 but but, but I he, said he's the only one that could unlock it. Okay. Not fast. Yeah. No, I do. Uh, do I know if he died? No. I mean, he he could have been told you're going to die, or but but they made a they say throughout. I think he knows. Ignorance is um, their greatest weapon, or something like that. Well, and that's that's my other thing is okay. So he was he he basically died in inverted time. How how can he then reverse and go back to forward time? How you know that's where the hole comes in. So you mean where you can his body? You can only be going what you can only be going one way at, at a time, right? Are you saying so where he, do they bury his dead body? Does it? No, 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 no. I'm saying he inverted himself so he could get to the door and unlock it, but he got killed doing it. Okay. So he then he doesn't have enough time to go revert himself back to forward, then to pull them out of the hole. No, he already pulled them out of the hole. Before, but, but that's what I mean. It, like. That's where there's a hole in it that it just... That's not a hole. He did that before in his own linear time. So basically, you can outrun your death forever is just by... No. You're like, oh, I'm going to die here. I'm just never going to get there. I'll eventually do it. No, I think he still lives linearly. He still lives one second at a time. The you know when he goes through the turnstile, it just means he's still living in his own forward direction. You know, he's still getting older. He's not reversing an age or anything like that. He's, but when's but when's he gonna go open that door and get shot in the face? That's that's when he dies. That's that's. But when's he gonna do it? He has to do it so he can pull him out. Cause he couldn't do that until he pulled him out. You know he can't pull him out until he does that. No, but he already pulled him out in his own linear self. That's where I'm saying there's there's a hole. It, it, I I don't think you're I don't think that's a hole. You're not. You're I not think gonna it get is. Me with that. You're not gonna get I, me with I that. Think I think it. I think so. So if 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 if. You're walking and you're looking at the monitoring wall and you see yourself get shot, okay? And then you walk into the, and then you get unshot and you walk into the turnstile and then you walk over there and you get shot. You got shot then. You didn't get shot at the time when you saw yourself get shot, but you're dead You and, and you're still walking on the other side. But you have to go to that point at some point. That's what I mean. There, 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 
there's just, there's some holes with this whole time thing. No, like, I, I, there is, there is. So, so to whether me, you agree or not, I agree. I think that's part of the problem with this movie is is there's there's some holes with the time travel. I I think I think there's some challenges with some of the entropy, the, these some of these theories, but 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 as far as trying to understand this idea of linear, you know, your linear self going through forwards and backwards, you're still you're still living from your your age is still increasing and you're going to die at the okay, latest so here's, part of your own age you know here's here's another one so Seder was killed on the boat was that a present self or was that a past self that he got killed i think i think he returned because because that was the big reveal where cat revealed that hey you you know you you shot me and and he's like cuz cuz when she's pointing the gun at him and okay, so where, where's where? But wouldn't his normal, but wouldn't his regular self been there too? No, because remember he left. He left, but he then, left on a helicopter. But it came back. He he came back, but he came back with a different transport. I mean, I, I don't think I think I think his other self. So we're in an, cause, they're, cause they're in an cause, ultimate cause, loop then because nope. he comes back. He if he comes <laughs> back again, then he's not dead. <laughs> but but no, here here wait. They said he disappeared. They said he disappeared. So if the real one, if that was the guy who came back, the other one was still out there until he came back. So he didn't disappear. I don't I don't follow your question. So um, earlier in the movie, Kat says that um, she came back to the boat and he had disappeared. A woman had dived off the boat or right. he, a woman had died and he had disappeared. Right. Okay. So if it was the past one, that makes sense because he was killed and drug off the boat never right. to be seen again but if it was a present one that was killed then the past one would have come back to the boat and everything would have been normal and we would have gotten everything that happened after that but he was already on his mission to track down these artifacts and... yeah yeah but that's what i mean she said he disappeared so in the movie they set up a hole she said cat said when she came back to the boat a woman died and he was never seen again. He disappeared. Okay. But but that plays out in both time periods. That that. But wait. But where's the past guy? Where did he go? He didn't. He just never came back to the boat. She was estranged. Remember? Uh, no, no, no. You know, but he flew off in a helicopter, and he was they, coming back at some point. They had a fight. They had a fight. She, you know, he didn't. He didn't want. Oh, to so he just gave her the yacht. Said, "I'm done. I, I'm I'm beating you up. I'm taking advantage of you. I got you on blackmail. But nah, I'm done. I'm just gonna leave everything to you. Your kid, your boat, the boat, and everything. It, it, it just doesn't. It doesn't add up for what they're trying to tell in their story. They they screwed it up by having her say that he disappeared earlier. But but she does end up seeing him again. That I mean. He, I know. Well, but. So, at, but it's it's when she's at the it's when she's talking to um, Washington at right. the um, the school outside of the school. She said, you know, and she's talking about the woman diving off and feeling so free. And, and there's that point of he never shows up and he disappears. That's what I mean. And I picked this up on the second watching. So that's why I was kind of like, so that, that doesn't make sense. And and why would he not? I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, she says, oh, you 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 shot me, and he kind of realizes it. But that's why I was saying. But what happened to the other one? Well, what the happened other one, to the... yeah. I mean, I'm. I don't think they they follow him necessarily, but he does eventually. 
see her again, you know? Yeah. It, 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 but that's, I mean, they, they talk about him going back to the time when he was happiest. I think you want the Zack Snyder cut. I think you want to fill in these, <laughs> these no, holes. I, to me, I don't, I don't think, want to, I do I not I, want to watch any I, more of this. I do I not want to watch any more of this. I, I don't think this is a, uh, this is a, a paradox or a loophole or anything like that. I think, I, I think it is because he, he even, well, he even says, or she says he would go back to the happiest time in his life, which would have been when all those bombs were going on and he was on the the boat and they were trying to make it you know but it doesn't make sense to when he would leave and just kind of then and, and, i mean it, it it has to because he has to go and do all the other stuff in the cars and shoot her and all the backwards driving which i have an issue with too yeah um, that, that's a hard thing to i mean it's almost like the bullet where you you have to will the pedal backwards um there, sure. yeah, there's and, well and and speaking of the the backwardsness so the gun is introduced at the beginning and where he kind of, he, he pulls the bullet. That's how they start. You catch the bullet instead. Yeah, of. you have to drop the bullet in order to catch it. And that's how she says that's, so you have to kind of, I don't know, tell yourself. Well, that means it has to be there before you go and catch it. I know it is, it is, it's a hard thing to kind of wrap your head around this idea of. That's dropping. part of my other problem. It's, I, well, that's, that's the, that's what this film kind of theorizes this, how this plays out. It's making a, it, it's making a guess that you have to kind of, I, I mean, but, but if the bullet were to go back into the gun, is the gun also inverted? The gun must be inverted because it's a whole, it's, it's mechanical. You can't, you can't. That's a good question. So I'm, I but, don't know, but the science. So is, yeah. Could you not catch a, you catch a inverted bullet with a non-inverted gun? <laughs> the scientist was using gloves. Is there some sort of radiation you get when you, um, okay, well, oh, so they device. they did bring holds, that up. He holds the gun, no problem. Yeah, that's right. He even he's offered a suit, and he goes, "No, I'll deal with the consequences." They did talk about that 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 it has that radiation. You know, like when they're talking about when she got shot, one of the reasons that it's going to kill her is because some extra radiation that from that inverted. So the oh okay well so if she's holding gloves when she picks up the bullet and demonstrates it, the scientist um, at the which, which there was another theory that the scientist is actually the one that uh, that comes up with the uh, algorithm. I heard that one too. The problem <laughs> is, is that they said that it was uh, uh, Pyra. Py, oh, what's her? God damn it! Where am I missing? Pyra or Priya? Py Priya, Priya. I'm like, it's like a car. Um, <laughs> she uh, she said it was uh, many generations later. So they're talking, you know, a couple hundred years later. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I, I heard that one too. I don't think anybody from the current time is supposed to be from that that major future. Like Neil is. The scientist was also in Harry Potter. Just to throw that out. There. Yes, she was. She was Fleur, Fleur de Clear. <laughs> that's how was. That's how was Redneck say it. Fleur de Clear. Um, she was also um, in In Bruges, which uh, which is is that movie that. Uh, that uh, Bo is trying to get us to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I kind of looked that up, and I'm I'm not so sure I want to do that. I don't know. I think you'd uh, I think <laughs> you'd, I think you'd get a kick out of it. I think it's okay. It's, it's hilarious. I mean, um, but, it, so, but it, it, it's a yeah. Anyway, and we've been bashing on this movie pretty bad. I want to say out Me? out of the gate. You might not have. I have. I, I think <laughs> I think you have to really turn your brain. You can't try and think this movie through to enjoy it. I, I believe that. Okay, I, I disagree with that, the way you phrased that, because I think this is, I, th I think, 
So I don't I think, think there's I any think puzzles if, in this. I think I think if you if you enjoy this movie, you enjoy the the brain teaser. I, I, I don't think there's really a brain teaser in it. That's the thing. Is, okay. is, is It's not like there's not like something to solve to find out at the end. Like like you can't figure out what's going on before it happens. You The only thing you can really think about is like they're trying to give you science that doesn't right. make I really sense. I don't think it's sense. a riddle, but I think it's a puzzle. If that makes I don't sense. even think it's a puzzle. <laughs> Now I, I agree that it, it, he really he does a he does a great job. Nolan does a great job with this, and his in and he wrote this this too as well as directed. It it's a uh, a palindrome in name and in show because he starts the mo- he starts the movie and halfway through he switches and then it's all going backwards, right? And I was trying the time frame. I was trying to figure out you know like in the very beginning. Uh, opera scene and, and uh he gets caught and and there's some there's some weird things about that that don't really make sense to me i'm i'm not gonna go deep into it but i'm like the whole the 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 opera thing that's fine it's a great action scene there's there's some issues i have with it like they 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 have these couple hundred people in this opera and these these terrorists come in and they're they're shooting at people or whatever and they kill a couple and then the the SWAT teams come in and they stick some gas in there and and all the all the people that are are audience go to sleep, um, but the but then the the terrorists run around trying to put masks on. I'm like, well, if they all just fell asleep, but you're still trying to put a mask on, wouldn't you be asleep too? The timing. <laughs> so okay. That's fair. the timing on that was a little bit off. It's like like if they had masks on first, it would have made more sense. Now so that was actually some people theorized that they that that was part of the plan as they they were trying they knew. I mean, that's why they, they went to but you, I watched it. I watched it. Okay. I watched directly. Nope. The, the terrorists did not have masks on. The people are falling asleep around them. Like, like all of them are asleep, and there's still people running around trying to grab masks. And it's like, if it knocked those fuckers out that fast, you wouldn't be running around looking for a mask. You would at least I, been fucking drowsied up and falling over. I, I agree with you that, that that's likely kind of a, a, a flaw at the same time. If you're expecting the gas to come versus the audience who has no clue, they're hyperventilating because of what's going on around them. Whereas, as the 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 uh, you don't think the adrenaline's going through guys running around with guns, well, fucking pumping it, shit up, breathing heavy. If they expect that the gas, they're waiting for the gas. I don't think they. they I don't think they knew that was going to happen. Okay, that's that. That was a big theory. Is that that the whole thing? So all these this is, layers of teams because it's a really weird opening. It's so complicated, and I've. I, I watched some videos just on the different theories of what that opera scene <laughs> meant. You know, who is who? The CIA versus the terrorists versus. Okay, the, you heard about the um, the the other uh, palindrome box thingamajigger. The Seder um, Square is that what you're? Yeah. About? Yes. What so the only re- the only reason I think there's an opera in this at all is because that square has opera in it that that's fair what is it Seder Arepo, which was yep. uh the the, the art, artist art, the, the yeah the one who did the the yep. the forge the forge then yep opera. Rotas, Rotas was, the, was the the guards that yeah kind of pretend and so they needed they needed something for opera so I think that's the only reason now yeah. the they're also uh saying that um there was I think it was in 2002 there was an actual um like terrorist uh, group that took over uh, an opera, like same thing, took hostages and stuff like that. And after, God, I can't remember exactly what the time was. I read it. It, it was after a certain amount of time. They gassed them just like they, they said they did this. And But 204 of the, the civilian hostages died 
from the toxics of the the gas that they put in there so okay. it and they were firing into the audience too they didn't care about oh the fuck just... <laughs> yeah no i was i was kind of like oh this is this is brutal i mean it's it's a great way to start it gets you right going <laughs> i mean the journal info so this is There's Christopher two... Nolan that also did uh, <laughs> Dark Knight, and Batman. which has, the, which has the, the the scene where the you know the Joker robs the bank. Um, mm-hmm. So it, so it almost plays the same the same kind of card where we're going to start with a with a with a heist, you know, and and see what happens, you know. It so as far as a, is an action movie and and entertainment and the way it's filmed and and the the visuals and stuff like that, this is an incredible movie. This 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 is uh, by far one of the better movies of 2020 that came out as far as action goes, as far as the, you, the you're saying, vision. You're saying you were entertained beyond. I was, I was entertained. I had to put my mind on shutdown for the story and the character development because it wasn't there. I think I think it's really important when you're going to make a movie that is so, or that that challenges how we think is that you can't sacrifice entertainment. And and I wasn't sure. Some of this I I, I enjoyed. I, I preferred the performances more than kind of the... the um, See, I think the performances are good, but I don't... <laughs> the, the but I don't think there was... There was no character development in any of it. <laughs> That's true, right? because it kept going backwards. It kept, you know, it kept stalling. There was no character. Character development wasn't there, but and 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 a lot of people brought this up. That that's, what do you mean? That's... We saw Ives, and then he became Michael Caine, and then we saw uh, Max. We and he became uh, we, Neil. we didn't that's see any of that of because it didn't happen. <laughs> um, no, but uh, they were saying that Nolan is that's that's typical for him as as far as character development. Just is not his strong point. Yeah. Um, well, he does. He, he he does some really good filming. Um, there's a lot of stuff that he did that was incredible, like the visuals. One of the things I noticed on the rewatch, and um, although I think it, it's 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 great visually if you care about it in the final battle scene with all the the backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards, and I mean there's a there's a lot there. And if you really are into that, it's fabulous. If you're not so into it, it's kind of distracting. But um, when they're doing the, where they have to get Cat into the saver and they go back to the plane crash scene, mm-hmm. um, there's some cool stuff in that where they have the backwards fight and stuff like that. There's some cool stuff in that. But one of the things I noticed that I thought was one of the coolest things is when they're finally getting ready to leave and they're going out to the, the uh, get into the like ambulance or even maybe when the ambulance is pulling away, they have they show the guys with the um, uh, gurney coming running backwards. So it's like you see them in the in at the same time, and I'm like, oh crap! I didn't even notice that. And there's that so the 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 pincer movement at the end when they're fight, fighting in the uh, in that abandoned square, you know, where they, and they they blow up that building. They blow up the building and, and blow it up at the same time. They time it at five minutes, right? Yeah. Right at five minutes, and one of them shoots from above and below, and it's just like. The way they reverse it, because he that whole battle at the end, so <laughs> they kept playing forward and then backwards, and right, okay. So here's my thought on this: He did that whole final battle just so he could do that scene. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's that's literally what I thought when I watched it. I was like, because it made no sense. Like, there's no strategic sense in that at all. Like. Why would they coordinate, okay, at, at five minutes, I'm going to blow up the bottom of the building and you blow up the top. It makes no sense at all strategically. 
Okay, there's there's nothing in it. Now, uh, the other cool part, and, and some other people brought this up, is is they had their, their watches set for 10 minutes. So you got 10, and then reverse of 10, and you get 10 it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> so, but I, th I think yeah. seriously, that whole <laughs> final battle scene, because there's nothing in it that makes any sense at all. You never really see the people they're shooting. You never really see the effects other than stuff going backwards and stuff going forwards. But you never really see anything. That big blow up where they blew up the building at the same time made no sense. But I think he put that whole battle in there just to do that. I, I really, I like the. Other than them kind of don't, finishing don't up the story, I think it so you can make sense of it. Because I think no, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I'm kind of done with it. I mean, after after watching it twice in three days and and listening to several podcasts, which I enjoy. I, I I have to say that there were some of these podcasts that I really enjoyed that got deep into some of the meaning, and I was like, oh damn. And like, there's a couple I was like, oh, I, I need to listen to some more of these people that I like what they're talking about. But I just it's. You brought you brought up something about the final scene about the fact that you never saw who they were fighting, and yeah, you really don't. And and I, I agree. Now I got to watch it again and see if maybe that you see like a one or two guys laying down and maybe three or four in the background. But it's like why they didn't have any other place guarded. None of it's just like where did this fucking army come from and what do they really do it like it. it I mean, it had some cool scenes that really played on the, the, the idea of one team's going backwards and one team's going forward. Like, the red team's landing, and you see the blue team is pulling out. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And it just. I, I think this movie does a really good job trying to define motivation, but I think it's buried sometimes. So, I don't. When you, when you say why and you dismiss it because you don't have an answer. I don't think that means there's not an answer. I think I think it's sometimes. I think there's not you know, an answer. You, you got to go deeper and, and or, or or yeah, watch it again. And I think Nolan shot his load on this and missed. <laughs> I, I think I think he had this big idea in the story, and it's I, probably really big in his head. But I think he missed in the story on the movie. That's why I said, uh, to me, this would be a better book because you could get world building and and really lock down on some of the ideas and and really. Get the people like me that that put some some brain thought behind this of like, well, fuck, this doesn't make sense. How this time, like, you can't just have multi, like hundreds of people of the same person run around at time because they just keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. When you, Eventually, you said, it all has to. Yeah, you said world building and writing a book. There, there was a book I think I brought up on on this podcast a while back, and I can't remember the name, but it was it was a series of short stories put together by multiple authors, and the idea was they came up with a present a prevent. Uh, <laughs> they came up with a. <laughs> they... Come on, you got it. Words, words, <laughs> words. Premise. They came up with a premise. Thank you. That's the one. Look at I've that. Only, me I've coming only... up with words. I've me only... coming up with I've words. Only... I'm in. I'm too deep. I'm too I've deep. I only had one. So I don't know. Yeah, they I'm came too up with deep, and I came up with words. And then a bunch of <laughs> authors came to get you know wrote their own take on it. That this to me seems like it'd be an interesting premise for different authors to say, I'm going to write a, a romance. I'm going to write a science, you know, and you get different, yeah. different stories. I, that, that, that would get you, that would you get some world con, building concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's I like what I mean. That. I, it needs some, it needs some world building. It needs some rules. Let, you know, I am like laid that, down. Yeah. I am thrilled that these sort of movies are made because I, I am all, I, I love to try to dissect. Um, so, so I'm glad that, that it's there. I do think that it, 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 it does have some flaws. I don't think it's quite as, I, I think from an entertainment point of view. So I think Nolan thought this engaging. was going to be 
some fucking fabulous, oh my God, everybody's going to love it, and it didn't, and I, I think... I don't know. Do you think, I mean... I think he's a little full of himself. I think he's kind of like M. Night Shyamalan in that... In that a little full of himself? Well, that his... his Thinks movies, his shit doesn't His early stink. movies were successful because of of something unique. Like one of the, you know, his earliest movies was Memento. And that was like, a lot of people yeah. thought that was a whole game changer. And he had to, he had to, he had to top it or he had to kind of answer right. that with, with a follow-up. And so he's kind of stuck in where he has to play the, these sort of puzzle games with his movies. <laughs> um, now he did the Dark Knight series, you know, so, um, so he, he, he's not, Completely. So okay, so here's the difference. In, kind of got into that. Here's here's the difference in the Dark Knight series, and, and he he did an incredible job with Batman. Phenomenal job. I I have nothing wrong with any of those films. Uh-huh. He didn't write those. Okay, he wasn't he wasn't the only writer. It wasn't just out of his mind. He was a director with okay. someone else's story, right? I mean, he had he had some he had some chops in it. He, he it wasn't completely, but. Well, now that's these my, these that's more to my point in that in that he is kind of he has that that people expect his movies to kind of do this sort of thing. So no, that's what I mean though is like I don't think his I don't think his other movies are all that great. Like I, I'm personally me personally I think I think they're good. I'm not saying they're not good, but I don't think he's like the next you know coming of like oh my god he can't do anything wrong. And I think so this this had a lot of uh, and I can't speak to it because I don't know his other movies deeply like enough to. But they were saying like oh this was just pulled from Momento. This was just pulled from Interstellar. This you know he he was doing homages to himself and it's come on it's like come on dude really so. I think Nolan is a great director. Now, here's the other thing. I think people give this movie a little bit of a leeway because it was directed by him. Like, if this would have came out, come, coming out from a no-name director, would it would have gotten more gruff? Would would people have like, ah, oh, I don't know what the hell's going on with this? Because Nolan, like, oh, well, Nolan knows what he's doing, he, you know? So I, it's kind of one of those things to me. It's like he's getting a little pass on his name, did you, you know? S- did you see uh, Dunkirk? Yes, I did see Dunkirk. Okay, and I thought I thought it was I I enjoyed it. Um, I also understood it was you know it's it's a real event essentially, but it's it's kind of it's based on real events. It's not it's not um, what's the right word uh, real where it's not real. It's not a um, documentary. It's it's based on it's a, a dramatization a, of yeah yeah as a docudrama you might say. yeah. So in a, in a way, the story was written for him. He just had to put some he had to put some you know fluff on the edges, kind of. So you know, and I I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, there was there was parts about it too that also I think it, there was parts about it too that kind of were slow and drug a little. But I I think his his Christopher Nolan his best attribute is his directing and vision as far as what he does visually with the film. Now. What you need to do is you need to find someone who can write their ass off, write a fucking great story that has some some interesting characters with some progress and some some stuff that you can get into and let Christopher Nolan direct that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't think he has the writing chops necessarily to make the fabulous movie. I think he needs he needs someone to help him write it. And, and and get someone that can write their ass off, get Christopher Nolan who can direct his ass off and put together a fabulous movie and I think then you knock it out of the park. Like like this movie could have used some some better 
um, characterization, some some better interaction with the characters. Like I, like I loved the the Sir Michael Caine scene. You know, um, one of the things I noticed about it when I was watching it today is. That's where some of the comedy came in. You know, he walks in and the guy's like, uh, you know, he's like, I'm here to see, you know, Michael, whatever. He's like, you mean sir? And he's like, yeah, you can presume that, you know, (laughs) presume you mean. And he's like, you can presume all you want. You know, he had some little funniness. You know, and he, he the, the food order, he's like, yeah, I'll have what he's having. I'll send the waiter. He's like, no, nah, just have him order it. You know, can you put that in a box? No, we can't. And it was like, <laughs> some, some of that was funny. Um, and just him, his interaction with Michael Caine, you know, was great. I love the fact, too, that, that Michael Caine's character was named Michael. <laughs> so at the end, he, he says, thank you, Sir Michael. And I was like, motherfucker, that was awesome. You know, because he puts him in all of his, you know, he, I mean, he was. What about the, the cheese best. grater? You got to admit, the cheese grater was. It was interesting. Now, I, <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I, I'm not going to say I didn't like that fight, but there was also some parts about that fight that I was kind of like, mm, it's not the best fight scene, but it, it had some good parts. I think it was one of those, <laughs> one of those, I like, get irritated by. You know, people getting knocked out too quickly and, you know, punches. Like, when he, he knocks out the ambulance driver with one punch. Like, he taps on the side of it, the guy pokes his head out, and he just knocks him out. And I'm like, mm, you're not just going to knock everybody out with one punch. I mean, you're bad, but you're not that bad. It just... The, so, the, but I did think the cheese grater was an, an interesting... Because it's never been done before. Has it right? ever? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because, because no, I think I think I loved all that. I, I liked the fight in the kitchen. I thought it was really good. Um, I think uh, John David Washington did an incredible job. Like I, I would watch another movie with him in it as, um, like to me, I think he could be James Bond. I, I could see him as a James Bond in a in a heartbeat. I'd also like to see him as like uh, he, you know, he's Denzel Washington's son. So I would love to see like a training day two and he takes up the Denzel Washington character, you know, or, or, you know, kind of thing, not necessarily, but you know, just that, like, I think he could do that. He has, did, did you see him in uh, black Klansman? The I haven't watched that Spike movie. Lee? No, that's, I haven't watched that. That's hilarious. Um, um <laughs> I heard he did really good. No, you know what I did find out about him? So he was a running back in um, college and, and was a great running back. Like, I guess he held the, the college's most rushing yards. Then he ended up playing. He tried for NFL, didn't make it. Ended up playing in Sacramento, which is my hometown, on a, uh, a, like a minor league team in Sacramento for like four or five years. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, he was like, like right there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I just thought that was kind of interesting, nice. you know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna address you know you, you said your take on on Christopher Nolan as a director, and I, I gotta throw I gotta throw some support his way because I like kind of it, it's almost like a singer songwriter someone who's who's invested from you know in the whole process and gets almost obsessed or excited about an idea and wants to present it and you don't get that many I brought up M Night Shyamalan because I think he's had some really big successes with Split. And, um, you, you know, some of his earlier movies, and I think he's got this new one on a beach where someone goes missing that I'm kind of interested in. Um, there's one about the grandparents, that those creepy-ass grandparents and stuff. But then he also has some movies that just don't work because maybe he gets a little ahead of himself or he doesn't check in with other writers. Is this any good? Or he's under some sort of pressure. He thinks he's too um, good and can't fail. Could be. 
Could be, or it could be like under a contract, like we need a movie right now and he does the best he can. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to presume, but, um, but I like that there are artists that are, you know, that can put stuff like this out that isn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily present itself as a, a perfect movie. I think there's a lot, there's some flaws. There are things that don't, don't, entertain me like like I might want them to but at the same time I really am fascinated by movies like this and and even with M. Night Shyamalan he always kind of comes up with interesting twists and sometimes they just like oh my gosh this is really remarkable how this was all woven together I like movies that that weave together ideas and present them and so that's what I do get out of this and I I'm oh okay I just got. A text, I just got a text from our host that says, "Pause when we uh, when we can," so because he's got to go pee. So I'm gonna pause it for a moment. I was um, trying to let you finish your statement. Yeah, you know, sometimes I just gotta kind of get going, and I don't know where where I'm gonna pull my words from next. So yes, I'm gonna pause. You go pee, and I'm off my high horse. <laughs> yes, yeah, you peed. I re refilled. <laughs> I, I'm done with my my talk though. I was with, just with your rant. Yeah, no, it wasn't a rant. I was no, just, no, I, no. I I I am interested to, in it. I, I I wanted to I wanted to offer my support of of the director of this work. <laughs> um, I'm gonna watch it again. I'm I mean that's but I, but I, I like this stuff so. I, I'd rather watch this any day over watching Zack Snyder cut, and I was a lot oh, more supportive of that than you as well. So. <laughs> I'm like you're not winning any marks there. Are, are we back yet? Oh yeah, no. I'm, oh, okay, I'm recording. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, 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 I don't think Nolan is a bad director. I just think, like I said, um, this is just not one of his better works. I, I think, like I said, I think he does a great job. And I, I was just reading. I, I printed some stuff up from uh, Wikipedia, and one of um, it's. Uh, um, the Guardian's critic uh, Peter Bradshaw felt that it was both madly preposterous and amazingly and an amazing cinema, and it makes sense. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that nails it, because that's what it was to me. It's like, like I said, the first time I watched it, it probably was because I tried to watch it on a phone, which is something I don't do a lot of, and it, it was hard to get into. When I watched it on the big screen or my big screen, it's not huge screen, but uh, at home, I, I enjoyed it. Is this something that I would have wanted to pay money at a theater? Mm, I'm not positive. Like I, I, I like it because the 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 filming in the cinema portion of this, like the, what he did visually, was stunning. What he did visually was was new and, and and undone before with the backwards, the forwards, and some of that stuff was was groundbreaking. What he did with the sound or his, his what he directed his guys to do with the sound wasn't great. Like I thought, like this is one of those ones, and, and a lot of people talked about this. You almost need to watch this with subtitles on, otherwise you miss so much of the story which probably hurts a lot too because i know the first time i watched it without subtitles and i was like i have no fuck clue what's really well, going on i'm curious you know we haven't been in the cinema we saw we saw that one movie a, a few weeks ago but but it's been so long i'm wondering what the experience of seeing a movie like this in the cinema would be if if are we a little you know you say you're watching it on your phone which certainly is easy to be distracted even sometimes when we're watching it in the living room you know with you know family going on around it's still something that can be distracting in the cinema would we have been able to follow it better 
I would have wanted, you know, I, they I said the sound wouldn't allow it. It, I, it. It's very muffled voices, like very hard to pick up what's being said and stuff like that. Like the, I, the, the score I, is I, bad. I, that that might have frustrated me too, because I would have wanted to try to, you know, do, I liked, I liked being able to go to YouTube, kind of get some, <laughs> some ideas did, on what this was about and then watch it again. Did uh, you watch it with subtitles the first time? No. Did you watch it the subtitles the second time? Uh, I don't think I did. No, I, I do sometimes watch subtitles, but no, I don't yeah. think I did it for this one. I you know, watched might, the second time. There might've been a, a scene towards the end when I didn't know what he said. And then sometimes I'll back it up and I'll, I'll turn them on just for, to, to try to, so the second time I watched this, I had subtitles on and I enjoyed it much more because I, one, I was engaged more for sure because I was trying to figure out what they were saying. And, and like I said, I think that helped a lot. Um, but I mean, really outside of that though, I mean, the action is really good. I mean, this is one of those ones like, uh, you know, Robert Patterson and, and John David Washington do an incredible job with everything that they're doing action wise. Like, I mean, I believe these guys are Jane Bond esque you know or that's good you know, i didn't i didn't follow that i didn't count the bullets or anything like that no did have, i did ha i did you i did count have kind of backwards did you <laughs> no no i uh there was what was there was one um i had a couple issues there was it was the so they did the the reverse bungee jump up on top of the building when they first um you know so uh uh john michael um davidson or yeah john michael davidson uh protagonist God, I wish they would have given him a real name. Um, he's got his—he's got the gun pointed at the um, the husband's head, and he's talking to him and talking to him, and then he says something, and then he cocks the gun back again, and it's like, why didn't you have a round in the chamber already? Like, you don't—you don't sit there. It, it, realistically, if if you are there to do that, you don't—you don't cock your gun in the middle of shit like that. And so I was like, that was a bad. You call. don't do it to—you uh, don't do it to elevate no. the tension, like. Um, no, you would maybe would of the shotgun, but now you're just ejecting a good round if that's the case, and, and the round didn't come out. So it meant he was sitting out there. So if, if shit would have went down, he couldn't have just pulled the trigger and fired. It would have done nothing. You have to actually chamber around, and and so there was it, there were there were some people complaining about the trains uh, at the you know when when he's being tortured and the trains oh going back, going and, back and, forth. and forth, and uh, some people were saying, well, you you know they cut to one shot and. Um, and um, the uh, you see a train, and they cut to another angle, and the train's not there and stuff. And and I I really I think it was that tea break uh, film reviews where where she talked about we're going to take a moment and talk about pace versus continuity. And sometimes directors <laughs> make, make editing choices because the pace is more important than the continuity. And uh, you know and that's the way it goes. You know you take yeah. you choose a shot. But that that torture scene was kind of interesting because. Because it foreshadows, he turns back the, the the little toy clock or the little small clock. Yeah, he's like, oh, it was running fast. I got to turn it back but an hour. Also, also, the trains are going one, you know, one side's going one way, the other side's going the other way. Which so is... <laughs> I I heard someone talking about that, and they were like, I think he was using that to show that the backwards forward thing a little bit. You know, I think he tried to do that a lot. Yeah, the foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I didn't I didn't have any problem with that. Um, I did have some issues. I was I was trying to keep time uh, track of time, like how far they went forward before he started going back, and how long he was going back to, because so they're saying it's like two weeks from the from when the opera was until he's doing the heist of the 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 part where he, you know and then where she gets shot. It's like two weeks time frame. Okay. So I mean, they had to then they had to go back in time two weeks. You know that bugged me too because they 
you know, he had his teeth all ripped out and they say, <laughs> oh, oh, we fixed Oh, we it. just fixed those. We fixed it. And I thought, well, and then you see in the background in the window, you see the boats coming back from the battle, you know, so you, so it's obviously the same day if, and if the opera siege happened on the same day, how do you fix someone's mouth in the same in day? one day? But then yeah. I thought, I thought, well, they do have turnstiles. They could have actually, you know, he could have been out for a week. Well, or, you know, okay. So that was another thing is they talked about these turnstiles are not They're They're like, um, the one time they're like, Oh, we need to get to a turnstile. Like, well, they're all guarded. It was like, well, this one's open a week ago, but then they're on a boat that just has there's a fucking turnstile on it. I, 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 I know what you mean, and I, I don't know. I, I agree. That that got me thinking. I know, and I even rewatched that scene to see exactly what I've said. And he said, he said something like, "There," he said, "This one we just took possession of. So yep. if you go back a week, you're not going to be able to get into this one." Yeah. And he's aware. And and where? Are you but they had from? a boat with right. one on it. They had a whole boat because I was like, so that whole time frame after the, the, did they the, have it in the boat? Yeah. That's where they're lined up. And it's, it's like, it's like a, it's kind of like an escalator elevator thing. There's like three lines waiting yeah. and they go in and then they go. And then the next line person it's, goes. Yeah. It, yeah they it's had the so, boat. They had, uh, you know, you see it, um, well, what, you know, you see it at the, at the final battle too. There's one there. I, yeah, yeah. It, it was just con too convenient when they needed one. But it, the, he makes a point. He's like, "Oh, well, we're gonna need one." And he's like, "Well, this one is is gonna be open a, a week a week ago." And so they go because I was trying to figure out they they don't show them going back and forth a couple times. They just like they're going forward and then all of a sudden they're going back and then all of a sudden they're going forward again. And, and it's like, "Well, where, where the hell's the the change coming?" And so that's, I, a, that's a fair point. I, yeah. I I hadn't I haven't I haven't solved that one. So and and one thing happened in this and and this is this is another issue I had with with um, the thought process. Um, there's two things that happen. It's it's in the the fight where um, the protagonist is fighting himself, right? He and and it, you know we see it twice. So he comes out of the the turnstile and they they immediately start fighting and and he does one of those moves where you grab the gun and you take the top off of it and you know basically disassemble it. Okay. That is not something you can just fucking do. Like, I'm sorry, you can't just grab someone else's gun while it's in their hand and just pop that shit off. It doesn't work that way. I mean, unless you got a cheap-ass gun or something, because I've got a couple it guns, and I have... It looks cool. It looks really cool, but it <laughs> they're not really... You have to... Sometimes you have to get tools out to actually push a button over sideways. You have to, like, get it in a certain position and push a thing. Like, I have a 45 that's hella hard to put take apart when I know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I have to push a button, twist the thing, and turn it. And all. And it's like, it just, it's not as easy as they, these guys do it. And not only that, but then he's, he's, he's in the inverted stage, and he's fighting himself. And then he tries to shoot himself in the face three times. Why would you try and shoot yourself three times? It doesn't make sense at all. I'm like, because the first time they show it, you're like, oh, okay, because you don't really know it's him. And then when they come back, you're like, realize, oh, he's fighting himself. Why did he try and shoot himself? Why would you try? It's not like his face was covered like he didn't know he wasn't fighting himself. Do you think he was trying to not shoot himself? Because, you know, that... No, no. No, That's... he, why would you shoot? You can't like, I'm going to fire at you, but I'm trying not to hit you. No, the only reason he didn't shoot him is because the, the other guy dodged to the side. Okay. They're fighting over the gun. It's like, 
No, it, no, it's a, it's a fair question. When I, 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 and when I was doing research, I saw a lot of podcasts that said, why was he trying to shoot himself? I never, <laughs> I never watched any of those. So now I'm interested in looking at some people's theories and, and, I, and it just doesn't make sense why you, I mean, it just, you, oh, but, you but I'm sure it does. We just, no, it doesn't. We just haven't unlocked the sense. No, no, there's no <laughs> sense in this. This is senseless. This is not in like Shyamalan uh, Sixth Sense. This is no sense. You don't. If you knew you were fighting yourself, you're not going to try and kill yourself. That's that's the biggest issue. Like, uh, that that's my biggest problem. Like, I can understand. Um, uh, <laughs> that's fine. Um, I can hear him in the background. Uh, you, you know, he the, the 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 main protagonist, the one we can see without the mask on, he stabs him in the arm. Well, he doesn't know he's fighting himself because this is this is before he even knows it about going backwards. Right. So that makes sense, but. The other guy knows all about it, and he knows he's fighting himself because he's fought himself all the way down the fucking hallway, all the way back in. Why well, would you try well, and shoot even, yourself? You even see him like knowing, like no, exactly. He starts blocking it, doing the Matrix moves. You know? That's why I have a problem with him trying to shoot himself. It's like it just it, it didn't it's make a fair sense. Question. I gotta find the answer now. Yeah, <laughs> there is. It's, it's out there. I know. I, I bet. I bet the, there's. There's a. The answer is is Nolan fucked up. <laughs> That's he, he, that he, is possible. He there and and there's some people that are going to over theorize to where they try to answer <laughs> all the fuck ups. I I, I don't want to take it that far, but I I wonder. I wonder. Because you're a Nolan sympathizer. No, you're a I, sympathizer. <laughs> I I want him to continue to make movies like this. I do too. So, but well, I, maybe not no, just I'm, like this, but. but. But I'm not afraid of saying that doesn't make sense. And, you know, and I don't want to try to bend the logic to make sense of something in order to 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 fix it in my, you know, for, <laughs> you know, to defend it. I'm not trying to over defend it because, yeah, it's it's these are all valid questions. Um, but I, I still want to research that one because that's that is a good question. But I yeah. bet there's an answer. <laughs> like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm all about having him make more movies like this. I think he is an incredible director. Um I loved his casting choices. I think the the actors all. Yeah. I don't think there was anybody in this that I was like, oh, that could have been someone different. None of that. The only thing I could have said is the story just needed a little work. What was and not even? Yeah, okay. Cat, who was uh, Elizabeth uh, Debinky? Debinky. Where, where did I know her from? Let's see. So she is um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, at the end of the second oh, one. Oh, she's, she's the, the big gold. She's, she's the, the big tall gold. Oh, the right. Gold. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's where I knew her from. Um, she's been in a couple other things, apparently. Um, the Great Gatsby. Uh, Widows is a more uh, recent. The Crown. No, that is it. So, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's where yeah. I, I recognized her from. <laughs> even in all her gold glow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I thought she did a great job. Um, I, I, really, the acting in this was, was superb. I mean, uh, the, the characters... For what they were given, killed it. And I, I, I mean, I, like, like I said, I, I think I, I agree. They I, don't, they don't have that much. De- there, there is very little character development. You're right on that point, and that's a fair criticism. But, uh, but yeah, the performances were fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you know, John uh, David Washington and Robertson Patson, they both looked fabulous and and did fabulous through this whole thing. Um, Watching them do all their stuff too, and dressed up in the suits and stuff, it makes me like I want to kick ass in a suit. Like a <laughs> I know I want to get my suit from Michael Caine's uh, tailor. Oh, she's right. 
Well, that was a great line too. He's like, if you want to be a millionaire, don't wear what was it, Brooks Brothers. I'm like, isn't isn't that kind of like a expensive place? But apparently not. Um, yeah, no. The, the, I think those were the funniest times in the whole thing was when Michael Caine was in there. <laughs> apparently, too, uh, I read some stuff that they they had um, such a lockdown on this movie um, that Michael Caine was not allowed to read anything other than his lines for for this and he was only allowed to read them like two days before he shot you know um, Mike, michael kane is a character that that I, I love watching his performances but he always comes across as michael kane he doesn't <laughs> i mean there you don't see him as alfred i don't see a big variety in the roles that he's offered I'm, i i think you go back in some of the past oh what was that educating rita i love that that role but 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 uh but he's he's kind of michael kane we're in this movie I don't know. They gave him. It was just one one scene, but yeah. he kind of yeah. He had that that air of superiority and almost that well, that, <laughs> that 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 slur like, what am I bothering with this guy for? That, well, I loved at the end when was it, when he talks about getting the suit. He's like, Do you want... it was obviously Ofish. <laughs> <laughs> when he when he recommend he goes, Do you want me to recommend a tailor? And he's like, he goes, you don't have the you know the the lockdown on uh, snobbish. She goes, no, but more of a controlled interest or something <laughs> like you know. I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. Right, right. Um, that was that was probably the best part of the the, the comedy in this. Like that was that was it. There wasn't a lot else. Uh, Patterson had a couple good lines that kind of made you smile, but other than that, there wasn't a lot of joy um in, in laughter or, or happiness in this it, it was very much a drama driven adventure and i and i stick to the theory that it was a cerebral drama it was very thought i i, I think it was a mind see and i think you have to turn your brain off i, I don't see a puzzle in this like okay. there's nothing to solve like you can't go oh i caught the only thing the only one that you can go oh i saw that coming was really when she talks about i saw the lady dive off the boat and how free she was like oh that's her in the past future future past i don't know what what the hell it was <laughs> um you know uh that's the only one there's nothing else in this i mean i guess you could kind of see it a little bit in the car chase where you're like oh yeah he's gonna be in the other car coming at him and he's gonna help himself and you're gonna see yourself but isn't that supposed to like obliviate you i guess i guess only if you touch which i was watching for that fight scene his his wrists are exposed and they're pretty close to each other. I think they might have they might have touched skin and and should have just exploded right there. Imploded, movie over. It's I would, all I would theoretical. Have... They don't know. They've never tried it. Well, the 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 woman that told him the rules of being inverted, she said, "Yeah, no, you you touch you touch each other when your own person and you blow up. That's it." It's she not... said it in layman's terms. She uh... she oafed it up for you. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, he, that he, was, he wanted to know how to drive in reverse, and she's like, well, you're going to be fighting this and fighting that, okay. and I, I, so, can't, I can't vouch for any of that. So Yeah, no, Good she's luck. like, yeah, the wind, the wind will be at your back, gravity will react differently, which I was like, how's gravity going to act different? But okay, whatever. Um, driving is going to be different because of friction and all that. I'm like, mm, that don't even make sense either, because really, you in, in the inversion, you're just... You're just acting forward. It just well, it, it's well, going backwards for everybody else. I think it depends on if you're interacting with an inverted object or if you're interacting with a, a forward-moving object. So, so you know, there's that whole scene where Kenneth Branagh, you know, Sator is when he shoots Cat with the inverted bullet. She's not inverted, but he is. You know, so there's 
it's a it's a crazy scene, especially when they reverse it and they do it all over again. That that blew my mind. See, that's that's where that. it gets. Yeah, that's where it gets kind of <laughs> yeah. Okay, cerebral and and if you want to enjoy this, you got to turn it off because you can't think as fast as the movie's going. Is how all that stuff plays together, and and that's why I say it's. If you're a thinker and, and, and you really want to enjoy this, you got to turn your brain off a little because, yeah, you start trying to get catch up on all that and, like, try and figure out where everything is. But then start turning it up little by little as you start to catch on. And, yeah. <laughs> that was my other issue. So uh, them driving backwards, you, cars don't go that back fast that backwards. You, I, I looked it up. So the fastest car right now um, in reverse is only, like, 20-something miles per hour. It's like a like a leaf or something like that but like he wasn't you, you're going not backwards. he wasn't going backwards he was going forwards no 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 he took the the car was inverted <laughs> so okay if that's the case if the car was inverted how was he following him he well we were watching it in the ford going time when he was going backwards I don't know. I watched. I watched. That's a, what I mean. It doesn't. I, I, it doesn't I make an animatic, sense. Um, animatic representation of that battle, and it showed the car going through the turnstile, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so I think that was trying to address the fact that the car was. That car wouldn't have fit through the turnstile, so that's bullshit right there. He's driving it backwards, right? You don't think that little car? I, well, I don't know. I no, don't no, know. no. I'm talking a big SUV that. Um, well, Thrusters was in. You know, they never showed the car go through the turnstile, so because it I'm won't just, fit. I'm, I'm just throwing it that won't out. Fit. I'm just throwing that out there as a. It wouldn't get through the door that they had a, to go through. Well, the, that turnstile was a lot bigger than some of the other ones, like the one where they took uh, Cat through. They had to stand her up on the on the stretcher, and you saw that happen. It's almost like you know what was the scene in Star Wars, the original Star Wars, A New Hope, when you see when. Just out of the corner of your eye, you can see R2-D2 coming down the stairs. And I remember... He's doing the steps. How does R2 go down steps? And they actually showed it in the movie, but just in like a, <laughs> just on the corner of the scene. So so maybe if we look at the corner of the frame, we might see that car going through the turnstile. No, no. No car <laughs> went through no damn turnstile. Okay. The problem then, was is he was driving backwards and he's following him directly. If he was driving in the opposite direction, you you couldn't you wouldn't it would be nose to butt it would or nose to nose it wouldn't be the other way around it just there's some issues with it. I, I'm sure I'll, I'll go look I'll I'll do my homework I'll do go the, look on YouTube yeah, look for the anime there, there's like someone that actually animated that whole scene in like a timeline to try to make sense of it because it's valid to have these kind of questions of how the hell that all played out and and then they also throw some weird things in like like he dip you know he dumps the dumps the uh the artifact into another car and you don't see that and then he lies about <laughs> it and then and then it gets pulled from from one car to another and and it's just like what is going I, on here There's i like so the high scene part of it the, the, then it just got into the point where like okay i'm just gonna turn off and wait till they tell me what happened because it, it got to it, it got a little crazy but yeah i think um Nolan should should keep making movies. I'm not going to say he shouldn't. Um, I don't think this is one of his best, uh, but I definitely don't think it's one of his worst. Um, Story-wise, I think it's so-so. Cinematically, I think it's great. Should win, win awards? Hmm. I, I don't think it's it's nearly at the level where it, it'd be pulling in, like, best movie or anything. I mean, in 2020, who knows, because that was such a shit year, but... 
Um, Actor-wise, I think they killed it all. I think that was great that... Um, I'm not sure, you know, to me, this is, this is a good, this is, this is one, like if I saw this in theater and I came out, I'd have been like, all right, well, it's a good popcorn movie, but I would never go pay full price to watch that again on HBO where I'm already paying for HBO and it's just there. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. And, and I would say it's, it's fun to sit down, but I think, I think this is one where knowing me where I have a hard time turning off my brain and, and when they give me, you know, questions and quandrums about things like that, it's hard for me to enjoy it fully because of that. Where I didn't see the puzzles that you might have saw. Hey, I'm just looking up uh, Christopher Nolan and Nolan and another person served as executive producer on Zack Snyder's Justice League, a director's cut. I know. <laughs> that, that just, that, I mean, that doesn't help him at all. <laughs> I know. I, I saw that too. I was like, really? Like, I kind of. I, I mean, but executive producer. I mean, that could basically just. Oh uh, yeah, I, I think he's a good guy, and that's that's enough to get. You know, he didn't really have anything to do with any of it. Because he was also ex- executive producer on the the other Justice League that was released in 2017. Oh, was he? As well as well as Batman versus Superman. So what's that telling you? Man of Steel, right? So he, he put his name to those pieces of shit, too, so. Well, maybe he's a fan of uh, Zack Snyder. and I think he is. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever. Zack Snyder does some great things. Storytelling's not one of them. Well, we got a zombie movie coming out. Uh, what, his second is <laughs> dead? Yeah, I, I actually... Dead or... And I, I I watched the trailer and I thought it was I thought it was going to be interesting. Um, I'm not a huge zombie fan, um, especially when they're fast zombies, which I saw they were. Like I like those slow moving ones because then I I figure I got a chance. If they can run, uh, I'm dead because I can't run. Uh, so, but it'll be interesting. I, I mean, he's going to do a good job because he's going to make everything slow motion. So it's it's really a, <laughs> a half hour movie stretched out to like two hours. Um, so. We'll, we'll see how it goes. No, um, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Like, uh, what is coming out in theaters? I mean, it's, I, I looked, I, I looked the other day trying to see like, oh, maybe this is time we can go, we can go to the theater again. And there's just not much even coming out yet. There was a Have Liam you... Neeson movie coming that didn't look that great. <laughs> oh, that's the one where, uh, what is that? He's, uh, he's like an old guy that grabs some kids coming across the border and then that, runs off with them. Is? Okay. I, that, that, yeah, he's like an ex-marine. That, that sounds more like a, uh, a pedophile. It sounds like a movie I would like more than you for sure. Um, yeah, no, I <laughs> I saw that too because I actually was like, oh, we could go to the theater and see that. No, Steve's not going to like that. Um, yeah, there's just not much coming to the theaters uh, that I've seen yet, which it, you know, hopefully soon. We'll, um, we'll need to they make start sure we do uh, we do the um, you know the Marvel. Um, Oh yeah, the July ninth. That's right. Ninth is yeah is uh, Black Widow. Yeah, I uh, I plan to be there. I would love to be there day one. You're um, gonna be dressed up as Black Widow, aren't you? Oh my god, I should try that. I, I would <laughs> actually. You know what? I would really love to do. So in that is uh, the Red Guardian, who is basically the Russian version of Captain America, except for he's kind of fat and overweight like me. So it it would probably work really well. I should see if I could find a way to get that. Sorry, that would, that's the guy from Stranger Things too, right? It is. 
Yep. Um, yeah, I would totally. I should. I should look for that suit. I bet you I could pull that off. <laughs> Halloween. We gotta wait. Yeah, I don't know if you want to do that on the premiere. <laughs> I. I think I would. I. I uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, I actually. I have thought about this because this year is my fiftieth birthday. And I was thinking of doing another Halloween 50 birthday kind of thing where getting dressed up. I was like, I wonder if I can get in shape enough to pull off a Captain America outfit. Damn. <laughs> I know. It, it's got some motivation behind it. It was like, oh, I can work out and lose some weight. And I'm like, oh. but then it's one of those like, man, if I got halfway there and didn't make it, I'd feel stupid. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, to, to actually movies getting back into the theater. Um, I haven't seen anything just recently that's like, oh, my God, I can't wait for that. You know, um, everything's still like a month or two away. Um, I don't know if you've seen anything, but, yeah. Well, we've got WandaVision next week. And we've got Net WandaVision, we've Luke got, Cage. Uh, Luke Cage the week after that. So, so yeah, we've got and then we talked about some more flashback movies. We talked yeah. about um, some other stuff like that. Um, you know, I'd, I'd also, now that we're going to hit WandaVision, I'd love to be able to talk about uh, Winter Soldier 2, or uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. That was another great... Uh, did you watch that one? I have not watched it yet, no. Oh, it's so good. It's it's different than WandaVision. It's, um, it's very much a, a, a Marvel-ish kind of thing, but total different feel, you know, from WandaVision. WandaVision's just like little 30 minute episodes, right? Or 30 Yeah, there's 40. eight no, nine episodes. The first two are 21 minutes if okay. you don't count uh the 18 minutes of credits that they put on each one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um but yeah, they 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 progressively grow throughout the series and I think at the end is like almost a almost a full hour of the final okay. episode. What about Falcon's Winter Soldier? It's only six episodes, and they're all about 45 to 50-something minutes long, Okay, I so believe. those are the longer engine. Okay. okay. I think overall it's about the same amount of time, but they do six episodes um, compared to nine, and they're longer all the way through. All right. So. We'll cool. Back to Marvel next week. We're going to go a little out of order uh, and do yeah. something more, more current, more topical. <laughs> Yeah, WandaVision. Oh man, I, uh, I I was so like I was deep into the the podcast, listening to those, and I was I was like, man, I'm like I'm really enjoying that. And then when we switched, I'm like, ah, oh, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'm looking. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. No, no, it's nobody on this podcast right now fault at all. It's nobody's <laughs> fault at all. We we, we won't say anything. Uh, it just happened. Um, but no, no, it's, it's okay. Uh, it, it was, it's okay. I mean, like I said, I, 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 I struggled to get through this really quick and in a way I'm kind of glad because, you know, I would have probably watched this last week if we knew about it and I would have watched it probably two or three more times and listened to a lot more podcasts about it. Well, Although yeah. I yeah. did enjoy some of the discussions on it. Um, I'll be glad not to listen to it tomorrow though. I, I think I'm going to listen to an audio book again. <laughs> gotcha. I'm glad we kind of mixed it up because, because this is a little out of our, our, uh, our, our, pod, our podcast realm, and I think it's good to... No, no, I, well, we haven't really set... What, I mean, we're only 76 episodes in. We haven't really set a tone. <laughs> <laughs> Total joke. Um, no, uh, I, I, I know you enjoy movies like this a lot more than I do, and, and I'm okay doing those um, because I know you know, it gives us something more to talk about rather than both, you know, geeking out over the same thing. So I'm perfectly fine of you coming up and go, 
this is a movie I really enjoyed. I'm not sure if you're going to enjoy it. We should do that. And I'm like, okay. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind. Matter of fact, uh, it's funny. We were talk- I was listening to podcasts, and they were talking about all kinds of different stuff. And, and I know um, a couple of them brought up uh, Breaking Bad. And I was like, oh, I know Steve wants to do that. <laughs> I was like, I so don't want to watch that again. You know, we don't need to do that. No, I mean, I'm sure. I, well, no, I almost would. And, and there's a I lot almost of would like to, to rewatch. No, well, and well, yeah. There's that. I mean, it would it would have to be like a season by season kind of thing. Oh. And then and it's also I was like, uh, I I would love to talk about it just because I know you loved it so much and I had so many issues with it. They would it would be good discussions. Oh, I don't you know. know. It would. It would be. <laughs> it would sometimes, because sometimes you, <laughs> I would yeah. I'd have to articulate my defense. <laughs> but that's okay because here's the thing is is. By talking to someone that has a different opinion opinion of what you think, it bring it brightens uh, what you see and it, it expands what you think about uh, for it. So whether or not it changes your mind isn't the point. It's whether or not you can see. Oh, okay, I can see why someone would see that. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to change your mind. And and I'm not trying to do that to anybody, and I would never try to do that to you. But it's also and and and. Just because you see it one way, I'm, I'm I'm happy to understand that and 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 see it from your point of view. But it doesn't mean I'm going to change my mind. Of, well, I think that's ridiculous or whatever. But it 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 makes you think more when someone has a different opinion, you know, or see something differently. And that that's what I enjoy. And that's why I enjoy some of the podcasts I listen to, even though. They drive me nuts because uh, personality-wise, I probably would never get along with them and, and never be friends with them. But they do bring up different aspects that make me think more. Um, even sometimes where it's like I'm cussing out, I'm like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> but it makes sometimes, me think. You sometimes more. interrupt us and say, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Come on. This is, this is, this is. Oh, well, I thing? know. <laughs> but I mean, I, in that, I'm going to still do that. It doesn't mean you can't keep defending yourself. I mean, I can say you're wrong. I, I was wrong once. It happens. <laughs> you know, so no, it's all good. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll hit our next two MCUs and and then we'll figure out from there. If you're if you're listening to this still, hopefully um, you know you're enjoying this. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast uh, network that has a rate review and subscribe, please do. That would be super helpful. Uh, you can always email us at the hwi the dot hwsi dot podcast at gmail.com let us know what you think uh whatever i mean all every, all emails are good whether they're tearing us apart or selling us we're, we're great uh suggestions join us on our facebook group um uh i don't know what else oh we have an instagram too oh, uh, oh right that, H- that that your daughter started right yeah and then she quickly abandoned and now i'm trying to figure it out which is you know uh very interesting um no it's it's actually kind of fun i've been putting some stuff out there and and because you can tag just podcast like anybody else that looks at podcast stuff gets it and i'm getting all these like likes from people i have no idea who are and stuff like that i'm like oh all right someone's seen it hey when you post our drinks you should put a you should fuse them together and have one of them a mirror image of the other one Now you're asking me to do like magic on the computer. Uh, I'll see what I can do. No, I think it's I think it's hilarious that we both. I mean, this is I think the first time we've we exactly the same one. That's right. Um, but I mean, there wasn't a lot else out there. It, it was, was the a, only palindrome. I found another palindrome one, and I found the name and I saw a picture of it, but I 
didn't find the ingredients. So it, oh. it, actually, it actually looked like a whiskey drink. And I thought, oh, that's what I want. I was trying to find it. <laughs> Couldn't find The it. only other ones I saw were people trying to do the layered drinks where it would be color layers. So it's more like a visual palindrome. And one that was very interesting because it had, um, it was, uh, what was it? It was whiskey a butterscotch liqueur and something else in the middle and i can't remember so it went like gold white gold and i'm like oh that looks butterscotch got me right off the bat I'm like, what's that but i haven't been able to figure out how to layer drinks yet uh i haven't got my bartending skills up that big so i went with this one i um i think it's kind of interesting you know we both we both did the same one but we all uh like i changed it up a little bit so it's a little bit different that's right so. And they're delicious, so uh, give them a try. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or shoot us an email and let us know what you would have come up with as, as your drink. So, all right. Well, that's it for us. Thanks, and uh, say goodnight, Steve. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Isn't it, what, uh, what's the, um, the Tonight Show? Was it the Tonight Show they always did that? Um, there's Good something night. from... Good night, Ed, or something like that. Ed yeah, man. Yeah, I think it was, it was one of those old shows where it was always like, "Say good night, so and so." Good night, so and so. Oh no, it's uh, <laughs> good night, good night, Ted. Or, oh God, what is that? Good night. Uh, yeah, it's like some old sitcom or something, and it was, yeah. it was like sit, Ubu, sit, good dog. One of those sort of well, there's, yeah ends. Good night. Okay, now I'm gonna look that up. Okay. <laughs> on, on that note, good night, everyone. I'm <laughs> still recording this. Well, I can stop this. Yes. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's, I, I, uh, what, uh, on the turtle soup, they always do that. They kind of do their ending, and then they go through like a music, and then they have this like five minute of them like talking to the bullshit at the end. It's it's pretty funny. It's it's one of those things. It's like it's it's not the podcast, but it is the podcast. We do that a lot. Where we'll we'll will have ended our podcast a half an hour ago. And then, and then just through all the different things we that come up, just, just sometimes it's just a challenge to get to that. Good night, everyone, you know. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> good night. Good night.